Hey everybody, welcome back. This is TJ Sweet bringing you another episode of Living the Sweet Life, where I'll be sharing some of my experiences about how to shape your mindset, look at life through a grateful lens, and how to live with intention. I'm also going to be bringing you some thought-provoking interviews that are going to help you on your journey to living the sweet life. Hey, everybody. Welcome back on National Women's Small Business Month. I get the opportunity to talk to Krista Maple. She's the founder and owner of a business called Tribal Keto, and she is going to change your life today uh, and share her story and share some things that will definitely help you um, live your best life and live with intention. So, Krista, first of all, thank you for spending some time um, and, and kind of go into your business a little bit and t- kind of tell me how you got started. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm super excited to be here. Um, yeah, so probably the easiest way for me to do it is just to kind of share my story a little bit and um, what kind of led me to this place. Uh, I am 42 years old. I am a mom of two. Um, about four, well, coming up on four years in November, uh, I had just been living a life that is probably very similar to a lot of women out there. Um, I was married, had two children. My husband at the time traveled probably 85% of the time, leaving me at at home to kind of handle everything. I I had a a huge workload with work. I was working full-time, but I also had two children um, and all that comes with that, running around, the household, the cooking, the cleaning, the blah, 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 blah. So I think there was just a time that I hit where um, I realized I was super exhausted, but not only exhausted, that I was giving everything I had mm. to this perfect little little life, this bubble that I had created that was super important to me. Um, my children, how they uh, how they were perceived in, in the environment in which we lived in, you know, the sports they were doing, the things they were involved in. Uh, I was giving everything, all of my energy to those things. And really wasn't pouring anything back into myself. And I think a lot of moms today can uh, relate to that uh, that pattern of how we fall into that as mothers. So I feel like I've been dieting since I was in high school. You know, I mean, I always make a joke that I was, was dieting before I even really needed to diet. It's such a socially accepted thing. So even in high school, I remember doing, I'm about to, to uh, date myself, but back in high school, I remember there being the cayenne pepper lemonade diet. It was <laughs> super big. And it, I mean, it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. But you try all these little things because you think you have to meet these, these weight loss goals or you have to look a certain way. And I think that's gotten so much worse as um, now that we have social media and all of these different marketing tools out there and uh, sites that kind of show you what you should look like as a woman. Um, so I had tried every single diet and found myself four years ago at 219 pounds, um, the heaviest I had ever been. I had stopped working out, didn't have time to work out. Um, but even though I felt like I was eating a somewhat healthy diet, there were things I was doing that were still keeping me from meeting my goals, even though I hadn't really taken the time to even address what those goals were at the time. So I think I just finally decided enough was enough. The only thing I hadn't tried was this new thing that was out there called keto. One of my girlfriends um, at the time uh, was, was selling a keto shake that was supposed to help put you, you know, into a, a different realm and help you burn fat quickly. So 
of course, like every other dad I'd ever tried, I just jumped right on the bandwagon, threw them my credit card every month, got on an auto ship and figured this was going to be that thing that fixed my life. What I quickly found out was that it was just like every other thing. And um, you could pay all the money in the world, but you would hit a plateau. You would see some success in the beginning um, and you'd hit a plateau. And I think at that point, that was when I decided, what is going on? Why is it that I've tried all of these diets, all these things, but nothing is working? And I decided to take it upon myself to what I say all the time is take control of my own wellness. Mm. And instead of just doing something that someone told me to do or some drink some shake that someone said was going to give me results, um, I started looking at the science behind what was really happening. What was happening when I would input something into my body? What was it giving me? What was the output? Um, and that led me to a whole nother realization of how our bodies metabolically work. Um, and that if you put your state, you, the state of your body into a metabolic state, that you can really just level up your wellness game, not your weight loss. So wellness over weight loss, basically. Mm. Um, I believe weight is a symptom of something else going on in the body. And if you focus on your wellness, you're going to win all day long, like hand over fist. So that's what I did is I basically just focused on looking at foods that would keep my blood sugar low, that would help me to put my body into a state of ketosis, yes, but not necessarily a keto diet, um, more of a metabolic state. And there's a lot of differences that happen, a lot of misinformation out there. Uh, and so I knew that there were going to be times where people would need that broken down. And so I started to kind of put together information that as I was going through my own journey, what was working, what was successful, what was that misinformation, and, uh, and then how I was finding it. And so through that process, I lost about 70 pounds and a lot of inches. Um, and it just really was a catalyst to where I'm at today. So um, through that process, I not only was able to lose weight and to feel better about myself, but I was able to have more mental clarity. I was experiencing wellness at an entirely different level. I wasn't experiencing um, anxiety and depression due to being overweight and wanting to keep myself from social events and things like that due to the way I felt about who I was. Um, and it really just helped me with my, my independence, my confidence it empowered me to be a better mom, um, to be a better at pretty much everything that I did. But the thing that I think it did the most was it always felt bigger as I was going through it. Mm. Like as I was going through this process, it just felt like it was supposed to be something bigger. And it led me to this realization that I wanted to share this with other women. Like other women needed this. They needed to see that. They didn't have to yo-yo diet. They didn't have, they could, they could really just invest in themselves and it'd be the last thing they ever did. Mm. You know, that that was it. It could just be game changer. Um, and so I created tribal keto and the whole goal of tribal keto is to just empower, educate and celebrate women. So basically to, um, share knowledge with them, to put their wellness back into their own hands, to teach them how to seek out information to help them sift through that misinformation and find out what's going to work best for their bodies. Mm. And um, and through that, we work on mindset, we work on nutrition, we work on education and what to look for, uh, and how that how that becomes a sustainable lifestyle instead of just a diet that they do for a six week period of time, fall off, and then look for the next thing. So that's kind of that's in a nutshell. That's what tribal keto is. Yeah, well, that first of all, thank you for sharing all that. I, you know, I've actually gotten to see kind of firsthand 
um, how it does positively impact people. And, you know, I, I appreciate the attention that you gave to the word diet there, um, you know, in the sense of, and I kind of uh, joke around with the word live it, right? Because the word die is in diet, which, you know, yeah. read, to, read into it as you will. But, um, but you actually like find uh, a different way to look at food. You know, right. and so instead of food being a sacrifice of you have to eat something instead of eating, wanting to eat something else. But the thing that I really, really think is is powerful about what you do is the mindset work, um, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's actually like when it gets quiet in their house, uh, in their yeah. mind, in the whatever. Like that's, I think, how you have probably the most impact on everybody that you're that you're working with. Um, can you talk about some things that obviously, one, you've had to develop yeah. it yourself, right? Um, and then what kind of things do you encourage people to kind of work on so they maintain that mindset? Yeah. So, um, so I always talk when I'm talking to my clients, I always make sure that they understand where my heart is coming from. Mm. Um, <clears throat> weight loss is usually why people find me. They come to me for an aesthetic result. However, uh, I make it very clear that their mindset is, is where my heart is because I feel that when your mindset is where it needs to be, where it should be, when it's focused on wellness, um, mind, body, soul, all of it, that that will, your, your weight loss goals will automatically become successful because your mind will will it to happen. And so, you know, I always, I always say change requires a shift in their values. So it can't just be, you know, I want to lose weight so I look good in a bikini or I want to lose weight because I have my sister's wedding at the end of the year. It has to be something that they fully, fully like take on like armor that they're putting on that self-love. They believe they deserve it. Um, and that's when that, that like hard inner work starts. Like I always will say, you know, girl, you can do hard things. Like you're doing hard things. The hardest thing you did was to message me or to email me or to let me know, hey, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm completely lost. And you seem like someone who might be able to help me. And usually, we're able to figure out that the majority of the reason they haven't been successful is all about their mindset. Mm. Because they either didn't believe they could, or they believed it, they started, they had success, they had a weak moment. I call it a life moment, not a cheat moment. <laughs> um, they have that life moment. And then it's like, then that self-sabotage starts happening. Mm. They start, you know, coming down on themselves. They start feeling like they've just wasted all of the hard work that they've done, all the benefits that they've been reaping. That one moment defines all of it for them and they fall off. And then it's like, well, I fell off. So I guess I'll get back on next week. And the next week turns into next month. The next mm. month is now next year. So I feel like the most important part is the mindset part. You have to really do that hard work. You have to kind of sit with yourself, which Mm -hmm. is sometimes really hard for people to do and get a little still and get a little comfortable and then get uncomfortable and figure out exactly why you have not been successful. And I ask that question. What are the things that have kept you from your goals in the past? Like not the foods or the moments. Like what are the things internally that have kept you from feeling like you're worth choosing you every single day? You know, one choice at a time. That's all you have to do. And, um, you know, I have several people that, that, that believe this, this same mentality as me where momentum is the most important thing. We always say motivation is the most important thing, but momentum is the thing that carries you through on the day when motivation doesn't show up for you. And motivation, as we all know, is short-lived sometimes. You know, look at New Year's resolutions. <laughs> you can take a, a New Year's Eve where you're all like gung-ho and you're like, I'm going to lose this weight. I'm going to do this. I'm going to ride my Peloton every day for the next year. 
midlife happens. And if you don't make a, like a conscious, intentional choice to say, I'm going to get up and ride my Peloton every single day, whether I feel like it or not, then that motivation is going to go away. That momentum will carry you through on the days. And then pretty soon it's a daily habit. Then it's something you do because it's something that you do. It's part of your life. It's part of who you are. So the mindset is probably the biggest thing and definitely where my, um, where my passion is and where I think the success lies for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, one thing that I talk to a lot of people about as far as choices, right? So we all love the idea of choices, right? I think that's why we love menus as much as we do. Like, oh, what am I going to eat? And then you end up eating the same thing. Most of a lot of people do, right? They look at the menu and they're like, what am I doing? I'm going to get the same thing, right? And, um, but I think the thing is too, and it's meant to be in an empowerment way, but what I do with a lot of people with mindset and perspective is I just remind them that they're choosing one mindset over the other. So when I talk about gratitude or I talk about optimism or whatever it may be, um, it could Mm -hmm. be fitness, anything. Um, we're consciously and subconsciously making a choice every day. Right. Right. So like, but our habits reinforce our choices. And so, you know, and I think one thing that you hit on that I think, um, well, that I know for sure is a super powerful piece is changing people's behaviors is is short lived and it, it, uh, tests willpower. Right. Right. But changing the way people think always, always changes the way people behave. Right. And so like you give them the empowerment to keep a promise to their self. Right. And that's the super powerful piece about this is instead of saying, I want to lose 20 pounds as the why. Uh Right. Because if some people say, I want to lose weight. Right. And and it's like a matter of like, take your shoes off and cool. See you later. You know. Um, But I think one way that you do that is you really help people find their why. And it is mm-hmm. sometimes getting raw and authentic and like, I'm not really happy where I am. Otherwise, they wouldn't have reached out to you. Um, right. But also the power and the idea of saying I'm investing in myself, even Absolutely. if it's so that you can be better for other people. Right. So even if yeah. it is your family or your business or your career or whatever, um, but starting with the investment of yourself is something that, you know, obviously I've heard you just say that. But um, right. and that's like a cool approach to changing your lifestyle as opposed to like, right. I hate that one. So I need a new one. Yeah. It's a matter of well, something and I else. Think, I think too, like something that I try to get people to see is like, if they change their perspective about something, people get really comfortable on the spot mm. they're at, you know, it's kind of like they dig in their feet, they kind of concrete them in, they don't want to make change, but being, it, people always say, well, it's, it's so easy for you mm. now. Like you've been doing it so long, but it wasn't always easy. And I kind of feel like now the perspective I have, it was difficult um, changing my lifestyle and making that shift. Um, I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's given me everything, you know, and um, I try what I would like people to understand or, or at least give some, some mental space to is being unwell and unfit is hard, mm-hmm. right? Being fit or well is also hard. Like mm-hmm. being a mom is hard. Not being a mom is hard. You, I think, you can find things in each that are difficult. You know, if we're talking about being unwell, that being hard, being unfit, it's hard because you feel bad about yourself. It's hard because you can, you can beat yourself up. It's hard because you might have health issues. It's hard because all of these different things, but being fit is just as hard because every morning you have to decide and make a conscious choice to be well or to be fit. You have to say, I'm going to take time out of my day that I might not have because it is a, it, it is something that is important to me. It is it is who I am. It is now how I live my life. It is a lifestyle. 
And so if people, I think, would give it that kind of thought, if they would think about the fact that it's, it's hard to do either, um, just in different ways, it's just a different perspective, you know, something, something that makes you maybe think about it a different way. Again, mindset, you know, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, no, and I appreciate you sharing that just because I think that's, um, I think that's the gap, right? Because I don't think mm-hmm. anybody struggles right now with um, what does being healthy mean, right? right? Or like, you know, what are healthy foods? You know, and so, but I think that mindset piece allows them to think, you know, they are empowered as opposed to feeling (laughs) guilt. They feel inspired by, you know, I can make a change, you know, Um, and how do you kind of negotiate and celebrate along the way? Um, This is where some of the gratitude piece that you and I've talked about, but like gratitude along the way, how do you kind of help them celebrate without the idea of I've made progress. Now I'm going to break from it. You know, like how do you manage that? Well, okay. So I love that question. That's a fantastic question, TJ. So I feel like for me, and I get super excited about talking about this, and I talk about it all the time. So one of the biggest um, tools that I use with my clients is my own story, because I'm not someone sitting across from them or someone emailing or videoing them, telling them what to do when I have not experienced it myself. Mm -hmm. Everything they will go through, I have gone through. I have in some way, shape, or form been through that same struggle and know exactly how to push them forward um, because I was them. And I think that is such a unique thing that I bring to the table because I have such a... um, such a heart and passion. You know, I mean, I'm on fire for this all the time. (laughs) So, you know, I feel like I come from such a place of gratitude in all of it, but, you know, I look at it from the place where it met me, where it found me, you know, this whole journey, kind of how it all started for me. And that's where they are in the beginning. Right. But then I can come and I can look at the, in the middle and, and I see where it, where it took me, what my results were, how I felt better about myself, the things I found along the way, the self-validation that outmatched any validation I could have gotten from anyone telling me I looked better or, oh my gosh, what are you doing? Or any of that. Um, but then also what it helped me get through at that time in my life, you know, my, my divorce and how, uh, how if I hadn't had my journey, some might say you were trying to make this lifestyle change while you were going through a divorce. It's, it'll save my life. Like it, it was something every day that, that showed me, number one, I was choosing me. I, every day I was choosing me and why that was important, how it was changing my mindset, how it was fueling me and feeding me and pushing me forward on days I did not want to push forward. Um, but then how it evolved and changed into something completely different. Um, you know, I share with them how now I have the ability where when I first started, I was working with six women, you know, a six week period and how, and how big and massive that felt at that time. But now I'm able to go into practitioners offices and create programs for their patients that help them deal with like truly, truly amazing things. I work with a fertility doctor there in Columbia. Um, and we're, we basically create these wellness programs for these women to restore and repair their bodies uh, so that they can be more optimal for treatment. And that is, that has blessed my life in a million ways, you know, to be able to see that and work with these women who, who want something so badly and feel so out of control. We help give them that control back, like something they don't have control over. 
we've just now said, hey, this you can control. Like your wellness, what you put in your body, how your body functions, you have control of that. Mm. And so, and then lastly, like just looking at the places it's taking me, you know, and the places that they can go if they just continue. So I think to answer that question, using my own story and being able to share with them the little victories, the huge victories, and the things that haven't even happened yet that I'm so excited about, that's that's how I push them forward, you know, because they're going to have days where the scale's moving and the inches are coming off, and that's all great. But I always tell them the weight is the smallest thing that you're gonna that you're gonna take away from this journey, yeah. like your mindset, how you feel about yourself, the empowerment you're gonna have, the control over your health. Um, those are the things that are gonna be lifelong. So, but yeah, I mean, I just try I try to be as honest and upfront with them and share as much of my own journey as I can and always come from a place of just such gratitude and, and passion for, for their journey has become my journey. So, you know, yeah, that's, that's a long way to answer that question, but there it is. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a perfect way, you know, and, and we, and we've talked about this a lot too, but the idea of intention, right. And, yeah. and that's kind of what, I mean, that's what you were, what you were emphasizing. Sure. And, yeah. Um, you know, one thing that I, that I think <laughs> is uh, fantastic about you is, uh, if you can articulate it, about how you went from the idea of I did this for myself to okay. turning this into such a successful business of helping so many other people like that, that those self-limiting beliefs have to creep in along the way. Right. And, oh, yeah. and, and whether it's it's your background or uh, whatever yeah. it may be, where you are in your journey and all that. Um, so kind of tying in a little bit of that. But also one thing that I know about you for sure is your affirmations. Yeah. So kind of talk a little bit about some of that self-talk um, and maybe that's how yeah. you got through some of that self-limiting belief, but like kind of, how do, how do you recommend people kind of get through some of that moment, those moments? Well, so I think for me at the beginning, because, um, because my life shifted when, when I had my second child and I was a stay-at-home mom and, and you, sometimes we settle into this, this self-limiting belief that we can't accomplish anything later in life or mm. all our lives kind of passed us by or, you know, we gave up our career or whatever. <clears throat> and I think that it's easy to kind of settle into what other people think of you and what you should be doing or could accomplish. Um, and any, anything that feels big can sometimes feel out of reach in the beginning. Um, for me, like I said earlier, this has always felt bigger than me. It's like, as I was going through this, I knew I was doing it for myself, but the more success I had, the more empowered, the more lit my fire was, the more ignited I was to just like do something with it. And I had no idea what I was going to do with it. You know, I mean, I remember not knowing what I wanted to do and going, traveling to Tampa um, to see Dr. Ryan Lowry talk about just keto. It was a 50 person meetup. <laughs> and I was one of the 50 that got chosen because I was like always on the, their social media. And I was like, yes, I'm going. And it was just like that. They messaged me back and I was, like, yeah, I'll totally travel there. So I went. It was the best time. I was surrounded with people that believed the same thing. I heard amazing stories. There was one woman who um, she had started living a ketogenic lifestyle simply because she heard that it could help her with her eyesight. She had lost her mm -hmm. eyesight, and she couldn't figure out why she had lost her eyesight. And she started eating this way to restore her body to its optimally functioning state metabolically. We're not talking about fat bombs and bacon every day. We're talking about metabolic state. Um, and there's a huge difference. And she, within six months, had her eyesight back. You know, it was, it was, that, to me, that's, cra that's crazy, right? It's like 
you hear these things and you think these are the life-changing things. Like this, this totally blows looking awesome in a bikini out of the water, you know? So I just knew that I had to share it. I just, I just felt like I found this thing. All these other people have found this thing and it has absolutely nothing to do with weight loss. Like every other person I was talking to that had done a keto diet, was focused on how much weight can I lose? And which there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. I have several clients that come to me, they want to lose 10 or 15 pounds. You know what? Whatever your reasoning, 100%. But you better guarantee that I'm going to spend that eight weeks turning it into a wellness journey for you. <laughs> right. Like, we'll start with weight loss and whatever. I'll take it all day long. But at the end of the day, you're going to walk out of there with the education and the empowerment to take your wellness and, and it mean more to you than a number on a scale. So, um, I think it was always just, I knew that it had to be something bigger. And even though, you know, it started small for me and I remember thinking, how can I charge people for this? Like this just feels wrong, you know, and just that whole process of having to go through, um, looking at it from, from my heart and my passion for it and wanting to just give it away for free, but then realizing that I was spending so much time and I was investing so much into it um, because it was, it's my purpose. It was what I know I'm put on this earth to do. I just found it at the age, you know, of, of 41. <laughs> so, um, but it, there was a shift that happened and it's like, this self-doubt that's like, am I worth this? Is mm. this something that I'm supposed to be doing? Can't will people get value from from the information that I have to share with them? And I and honestly, I don't think that if I hadn't started working in a more functional um, practice medicine type of environment where I just felt so strongly about because I believe in wellness, um, I have a, a serious passion for helping shift the narrative from us looking at patients um, for just treating their symptoms, but really focusing on looking at at a person as a whole, their environment, their mindset, their mental um, status, uh, their nutrition, all of these things and putting them together to basically put them on a path to better wellness. And had I not done that and been able to see the results um, or the programs come to fruition the way I did, those limiting beliefs would have probably would have probably kept me down a little longer than they did. But the ability, the blessing really to get to have seen how it's changing lives. Oh, I'm all in. Like I'm, I'm plowing forward because this is, this is big stuff and it's not me. Like, you know, I'm the, I'm maybe the vessel, but this is so much bigger. Like this, the, the idea that I get to share this every day and be um, a spokesperson and change the narrative for this type of, of, lifestyle is, yeah, I love it. I feel super, I'm super blessed. Yeah. Well, I love that you kind of, um, the way you articulated the idea of you didn't know exactly (laughs) what was going to happen with it, but you knew why you needed to do it, you know? And I think uh, my guess is you're a lot of the clients you work with probably have some of that realization along their journey, right? So they may have started with goal X um, and whatever it is, right? Let's say if they want to lose weight, Uh, but then they start to really start to gain confidence in their ability to drive, like you said, drive their life again. And the idea, one thing that I talk a lot about is the idea of practicing gratitude and people think, wow, that's so simple, Mm -hmm. right? But if I say write down three things every day that you're grateful for and people, people can't do that, well, I'm yeah. certainly not going to challenge you to work out for an hour a day and do right. XYZ for an hour a day. Like, so like the idea of momentum, like you talked about, but the yeah. idea of habit formation 
and the momentum that people are, and if you can articulate this about your clients, but the way that they're gaining momentum in their own life because they're they're doing one habit that mentally our brain thinks, oh, well, we can create another habit. And yeah, then it keeps exactly. going. And then now it's a habit of investing themselves. Exactly. And, you know, it's funny. I, I just, this thought was just, it just kind of came up this week. I have a client who's, you know, she's been struggling. She's, she's a little older. She has some hormonal issues going on in her body. And that's always difficult. Uh, women have a more difficult time than, than men losing weight due to, uh, the way that our hormones are in the body. Um, and she has just really struggled. And earlier in her journey, when she was losing weight, like she was, everything's great. You know, every week coming in and meeting me and she was just, you know, over the moon. But when we hit a stall, that's when we get, that's when we get really tested. You know, it's like, how much have you really learned? Like, are you really grateful for every day of this journey? Are you really like, you know, can you see the value in, choosing you every day, one choice at a time when you're not killing it. Like, does that, has that shift really happened? Um, and it was hard for her. Like she had a hard time. And of course I, 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 I do it nicely, but I kind of call out like, you know, you, you have to validate every step of the way. Like you have to celebrate every little victory. You have to celebrate the times when you're losing weight and you have to celebrate the times when your mindset kept you pushed forward when you weren't losing weight. It's just as important. That's a win. Like the win that you didn't crumble the minute you had a stall week and you kept on it and you saw value in, in the process, that's a win. That's an actual bigger win than the five pounds you lost two weeks ago. Right. You know, and so for me, they they think I'm crazy when I say those things because they don't, but, but it serves them. It serves them so much better um, so that they can push forward because on the other end of that stall is – is a push through, you know, and a five pound loss or, or maybe not, maybe it's an inches. Maybe it's the fact that we learned something about your body. We learned that dairy is super inflammatory. So we took it away and then we, we were able to move forward or we were able to get your uh, blood pressure under control or your blood sugar levels normal. So there's a lot of different things that, um, that we celebrate uh, throughout that journey. And it's not all tied to a scale. Um, I really tried very hard when I see a client who is super, super obsessed with the scale. Sometimes we take it away. Sometimes we say, sure. nah, we're not going to, we're not going to wait for the next two weeks. We're going to really focus on our mindset. We're going to focus on the things that, that maybe aren't so tangible, that aren't so visual to us. Um, and really do some of that hard inner work, you know, which, which is hard, but it serves, it serves the purpose better. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you know, and again, I feel like you do such a great job of kind of preparing your clients for every part of the journey, you know, yeah. not just like the hype person who like, yeah, right. you're amazing. You're incredible. But like when they don't feel it, you meet them there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you meet absolutely. them there and say like, this is real, like feel it mm -hmm. and use yeah. that to not feel it. Yeah. You know? and, right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. hundred percent. hundred percent. So do you, um, do you feel like, um, obviously, you know, for you to go through such a transformation, cause I, I you know, like we've talked about, it's not a change of your yeah. life. Like you're, you're, you're never going back to yeah. uh, the previous yeah. version, right? You wouldn't even know how to, you wouldn't even know how to s stop that. But, um, yeah. who do you feel like, has there been anybody, um, that's had some sort of positive impact or, um, somebody who's inspired you or, um, maybe a resource or something that you feel like kind of just lit that fire and has continued to inspire you? 
Yeah, I mean, so many people. Gosh, there's so many people. I mean, there's so many people in this space mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> that actually uh, not only have the same mentality that I have, but look at this uh, this whole wellness journey um, differently. You know, wellness over weight loss. I say that all the time because I really, really got that. I mean, I just I want to wear a shirt all the time. It just says, <laughs> you know, I just want people to see the value in taking control of. Um, of their own wellness because we really only have one body, right? And the reality is, is that we ask our bodies to do a lot. We're pretty demanding on our bodies. Um, yet we're not really ready or willing to give it the tools it needs sometimes. And, um, and that's, that's bad on us. You know, we've got to make sure that we're, that we're doing that. And so someone who, who I feel has really been, um, kind of a, I would say mentor would, would be Dr. Ryan Lowry. And he, I think the thing that is so interesting about him <clears throat> is that number one, he's kind of like a, he's kind of like this, um, cheerleader for a ketogenic lifestyle. Yes. But it's not the end all be all, right? And he understands that the body and how it operates is so important and that not everybody is going to, is going to respond to the same thing. And sometimes, um, you know, sometimes one thing's going to work. Everyone's biochemistry is different. And so you have to meet that person where they are and you have to say, okay, this might work for you now, but be adaptable, like be willing to change. Your goal can stay the same, but you have to be willing to change it and to understand that it might take several different tries or changing things or adaptations to get to your goal. Um, and he, he's huge on education. So one of the things I love about him is he's constantly putting out information and he does it, he does it free of charge. Like ketogenic.com is one of my favorite, favorite sites because people can go there and they know number one, they're getting real information, science backed information about this way of eating, about these nutritional lifestyle changes, um, but also the mindset that is behind it. And I feel like he's always out there trying to educate people, meeting people where they are, not trying to put other things or people down um, in order to get people to see what's going on. Um, he's just real, just super real. And I love the work he's doing. I love that um, that we have a place where uh, it's safe, number one. We can get great information. And, um, yeah, I mean, he's just... He's definitely been someone that I, I love to watch what he's doing, how he's changing um, the narrative of nutrition and how we view food. Because um, it, it's definitely a very complicated place to be when people are going to the grocery store and they don't know what they can and cannot trust. Right. Um, you know, keto is such a big hot word right now, such a big, you know, hot button that you can go to the grocery store and find all kinds <laughs> of things to say keto this, keto bar, keto shake, blah, blah, blah. However, most of it, the majority of the stuff out there, I would not allow for someone in my program to consume. Not because it's not ketogenic or it doesn't fall under a ketogenic diet, but because it doesn't serve our goals. Like wellness means something more to me. Wellness is not just putting food into my body that will assist me in losing weight. Um, wellness is making sure I don't put anything into my body that would cause a reaction, an insulin reaction, a hormonal reaction, um, a mental reaction, any kind of reaction, uh, because I constantly want to make sure my body is optimally functioning. And so there's a difference for sure. Yeah. So it's, it's some definite, you know, muddy waters for people to try and figure out on their own if they, if they don't have the education that they need. Yeah, you know, and I would recommend, um, obviously, I've had the chance to see some of the amazing work you've done with people, but I think sometimes people struggle with the idea of doing it on my own because I should right. know better. 
versus hiring and working with um, somebody like yourself. You know, it's a it's a coach. It's a mentor. It's a supporter. It's an accountability partner. It's like all of these great adjectives about how I would describe how you work with your clients. But but, you know, I think the, the thing is in the sense of like the people choosing to work with you is actually a sign of strength and a sign of self esteem as opposed mm-hmm. to um, the other, right? It's not a lack of confidence. Right. It's not any of the other things. And so I've had the, you know, again, to be able to kind of tell people that being, you know, even if it's mental health, you know, like seeking yeah. mental health assistance is actually a sign of your own strength and confidence that, you, that you need that. And, you know, just like Absolutely. seeing a personal trainer, nobody would feel shamed going to see a personal trainer, but why no. would they feel different seeing, right. and you why know? why is that, right? Yeah, I don't know. Well, and you know, what's funny is that the way that I look at it is that, and I, I always say this because I want people to invest in their, their ability to fully experience life it, full of abundance and vitality. Yeah. Like we're so quick to just do something that's best for us because someone told us it's what's best for us, right? And I feel like sometimes, I mean, seldom do we ask why it's best for us mm. or more importantly, is it best for <laughs> us? Like we don't even... We don't even seek out the, the, the education enough to know whether what they're telling us is what's best. And that is, I think, what changed my entire outlook on nutrition was the minute I did that, the minute I stopped and said, wait a second, this is supposed to be working. Why isn't this working? And, and actually started diving deeper into it. It was that empowerment of taking my own wellness into my own hands and saying, yeah, no. Like, I'm going to figure this out on my own. And if I can't, I'll ask questions. I'll seek out more information, but at least I'll know what questions to ask, right? Right. And so I think that that's an important piece is that so many times we're doing what we're seeing on TV, a marketing commercial that's telling us, you know, like breakfast is the most important part of the day, you know, or the most important meal of the day. Well, who came up with that? Kellogg. <laughs> you know? right. Yeah, the people so, selling I mean, breakfast. I feel like they sell, they sell cereal. <laughs> right. So I feel like it's just one of those things where you have to take, um, you have to take control of your life in all aspects. And, yeah. um, and when you do that, you just, you open up, you just open your world up. You open everything to the possibility of what could I accomplish if I were to, because, you know, I mean, we're all pretty smart. We can figure this stuff out. And, um, you know, I just, I, I'm super, super passionate about educating people, especially when nutrition is involved, because there's a lot, there's a lot out there that people just do not know yeah, or don't even realize. So, you know, that are harming us every day, keeping us sick. So. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I think the idea, uh, like you said already, is is education and some of those things, you know, and I, I just kind of recommend everybody on every topic, one, um, become mm-hmm. informed in a day of, right. of uh, that we live in these days of information being so ubiquitous and abundant, um, saying, right. I don't know, just isn't acceptable anymore, you know, yeah. like, right. um, you know, but again, at the same time, don't believe everything you read, right? So it's right. like, be a, a gatherer, a learner. Yeah, yeah, um, get different sources, yeah. find, find information on both sides so that you can really figure yeah. out, okay, is this what's best for me? Or do they have a point over here? You know, so it just gives you... Um, it gets to give you more ammo to make a, an educated decision, right. you know, on what is best for you, you know, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. And, you know, like you've already articulated, I'm sure you did the same thing, right? So you can meet them oh, there and say, gosh. I know you've probably Googled this already, but here's what's yeah. really going to go yeah. on. Right? Well, and that's something I love to do. It's yeah. so funny. So some of my clients will, you know, they'll message me because they definitely have that one-on-one access to me. Um, and, and they'll message me and they'll say, can I have this? And I'll be like, 
can you? <laughs> you know, I don't know, can right. you? Um, so I do encourage them yeah. to go out and, and to find those those answers or at least enough information to where then bring it back to me. Let's let's talk about it. What did you find? Can you? Are there are there there are reasons why you couldn't or the reasons why you should? Um, because I feel like at the end of the day, if they spend eight weeks with me and they don't learn anything, what's going to make this any different than anything they've tried before? Like, I want to give them that education. I want them to have it because that's, that's power right there. And, um, and when they have that piece, though, I've seen that the more and more and more they learn, the kind of more, um, daring they are, you know, the more they want it. They're like, Oh yeah. So I found this out and I was able to do this. I took it out. I lost this amount of weight or, you know, I was able to bring my blood sugar down or, you know, a million different, my ketone levels went up or, you know, all these different things. And, um, they're just tools, you know, they're just tools to pushing you towards your goals and, um, tools are good. So for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you for, for sharing all of this. Um, yeah, yeah. I've learned, um, even while I'm sitting here listening to you, I learned from you every time we did get the chance awesome. to talk. So, um, but one thing that I definitely want to do, obviously, as much as I believe in you and believe in what you're doing, uh, I want yeah. people to be able to get a hold of you. Um, so yeah. what's kind of the easiest, best way, um, to, to get in touch with you and work with you for people? I am definitely on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram, I am, uh, it is Her Life on Fire. And, um, in my link, you can, you can reach my, uh, my, um, questionnaire. There's a nutritional questionnaire that basically puts you in touch with me and lets you, um, kind of, lets us decide whether or not we're a good fit or if there's just some, some information you're looking for. Um, also tribalketo at gmail.com. Um, is my email address and then uh, tribalketo.com is my website. So I'm definitely out there, definitely able to be found and um, and just love the opportunity to speak with as many people and share um, my journey and kind of what their goals are. Um, even if we're not a good fit, I definitely want to put them in contact with mm. someone who might be a good fit for them. Um, my goal is just to make sure I'm spreading um, the word of, of wellness and make sure that people have a place to to seek it out and to start their journey so that um, so that they can experience you know that abundance and vitality that I feel is so important for sure. Yeah, well, you know, I love to kind of see the journey that you have of helping people thrive in yeah. their own life, which is great. And obviously, I highly recommend anybody just getting in touch with you. They'll be better for it um, and their life will be transformed uh, by getting a chance to talk to you. So, but I am beyond grateful for, for you and your time today. And we will definitely catch up soon. I can't wait to keep hearing about all the amazing things you're doing. Um, and we'll do another episode when you have even more stuff yeah. going on. We'll keep doing sure. more. So. Obviously. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yes. Well, perfect. Well, thank you, Krista. I hope you uh, reach a lot of people with this. Again, I'll share it with every thank platform you. so we can get it out there to the world. So. Awesome. Thank you, TJ. I appreciate you having me. Of course. Thank you. I want to thank you for making the time to listen to this podcast. And my hope is that you gained a few insights along the way. Please follow me on Instagram at TJSweet7, on Twitter at OneGratefulMind, and on Facebook. But first, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so that you can be notified when we release new episodes. And remember, no matter what, never stop.